Well, what is up? Welcome to the Pinfall Podcast. I'm your host, Liz. I am joined as always by my co-host, Marcus. Hello. Uh, happy Impact Day. Yeah, happy start of uh, Philly Road to Rebellion. Um, I feel like there's not going to be much to talk about in this one because we've already seen this episode because we were there for the taping. Um, so this was kind of us just watching from a different angle, I guess. Um, and also just like not too much interesting stuff happened, you know? It wasn't my favorite episode in the world now. There were like also not many advancements in stories, like nothing with Josh and Moose. Um, nothing with Speedball and Ace Austin. Nothing with Trey Miguel. The only story advancement we got was Chelsea, Chell Chell, and Mickey James. Chell Chell. <laughs> that's, that's really it. And... I mean, that was a great moment in the story, don't get me wrong, but not, not, not a whole lot. Yeah. Um, yeah. No, you're right. You're right. Um, um, should I give a little nutshell now? Kind of quick yeah. wrap up. So, let's see. Um, we got... Laredo Kid versus Willie Mack versus Mike Bailey for um, who will be the last person to join Trey Miguel and Ace Austin at Rebellion in a triple threat for the X Division title. Uh, we had Steve Macklin versus Heath. Um, Jonah announced that he's going to be fighting Tomohiro Ishii at Rebellion. That's going to be sick. Whoa, 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 whoa. Back it up, 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 back up. What? Did you not pay attention? No. Well, yeah, Ishii is fighting Jonah and Rebellion. And we'll be there. What? Yeah, we get to see Ishii live. Oh my fucking god, no. That's too exciting. Um, so that's gonna, that's gonna be a bonkers match. I'm like, I'm fucking psyched about that. That's so fucking exciting. Oh my yeah. god. Yeah. Um, we also got Good Brothers versus Violent by Design in a Lumberjack match. Uh, we got Rocky Romero returning to Impact to take on Eddie Edwards. Um, and finally we got Mickey James versus Tasha Steeles in a Philadelphia street fight for the Knockouts title. Are you just reeling from the from Jonah versus Ishii? I am. Oh my god, we're gonna be like two rows away, one row away from Ishii. Yeah. Can I uh, can high five him? <laughs> I want to. Oh my god, stop! I really, I was not paying attention to that at all. Really? Yeah. No, I really wasn't. Hmm. Well, hopefully, uh. Hopefully where we're going we'll have good uh, uh, seating assignments so that people aren't fucking shuffling around. Ah, it doesn't fucking matter. We're going to be right in the middle. It's going to be sick as fuck. I'm so fucking excited. Oh my god. <laughs> uh, fucking Ishii! Yeah. What?! I thought that they were going to do, like, Jonah versus PCO or something. No, no, no. Ishii? At a, I think it's multiverse of matches. They're doing Josh and Jonah versus Moose and PCO. So I guess that's where it ends. I mean, we've seen Ishii, right? Not live. Did we not see him at Grand no, Slam? Suzuki. Was he not at Grand Slam? Oh, yeah, you're right. Oh, my God. So this makes it even more exciting. I thought we'd already seen mm -hmm. him. We weren't there for Orange and Yishi to team up. Oh, 
my god. This is the best day ever. <laughs> well, I, it's going to happen in Rebellion, but... That's going to be the best day ever, too! <laughs> alright, alright. You, you want to talk about some news? Fucking, yeah. First piece of news. I'm psyched as fuck. And I'm going to change the sign. <laughs> Not falling into that tra fucking trap again. Oh, my God. I'm... S Man, and I fucking love Ishii. I'm shocked you did not, like, pay attention to that. I would have had an actual reaction had I paid attention. I thought that he was talking, because they were talking about WrestleCon. Right. So I just assumed that he was talking about WrestleCon. No, 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 no. And I know that we got the advertisement for the match for WrestleCon, but my brain still did not put two and two together at mm. all. <laughs> I don't ask for much in this life, and yet... The big man upstairs keeps handing them down. God bless us all. Every one of us. Alright. Let's talk about news. First piece of news. I'm getting my eyes checked tomorrow for the first time in like six years. Wrestling news, Liz. Hope y'all like are wrestling news. Wrestling podcast. Yeah. This is the news. I.e. technically wrestling news. Anyways. <laughs> I've got to pull up the news. Oh good. Oh good. I can't imagine there's much since yesterday. No, there isn't. I haven't. I literally um, have not read a single news headline, except one. Maybe. Yeah, there's like five, six, right. seven, eight, nine, ten pieces of news. No, yeah, trust me. Um, it's not much. So let's talk about WWE. Um, WWE apparently had plans for an NWO appearance during WrestleMania 38, which I guess is now kind of on the back burner because of obvious reasons. Um, I don't know. I, obviously, it's kind of got to do with the fact that WWE 2K22 had the special NWO right. um, edition. Um, it is now not so clear what their plan is. Um, whether they're going to continue with the idea, which I think would be in good taste. Yeah, it definitely would. Um, if they don't do that, uh, doing it at the Hall of Fame might also be good. I don't know. Uh, Scott Hall's already in the Hall of Fame, right? Well, they did that last year. Oh, yeah, they did. Yeah. Um, so that'll be interesting. I'm excited to see, or I guess excited. I don't know excited is the word. I'm interested to see where that's going to yeah. go. Um, then we also have WWE filing for a trademark for Grand Jury. That's literally, it's, it's Grand Jury. That's the trademark. That's WWE? It. And like WWE, the Grand Jury and stuff like that. Yeah. Huh. Interesting. Interesting. Oh, see, I had a headline that I was actually going to read. And now that I know who's involved in it, I'm not going to. Um, also, in case you were wondering, like Mark was wondering, if Chad Gable's going to have to undergo a name change because of Gable Steveson, um, it looks like there is a chance that that might happen. Um, changing his name for the sake of Gable. Um, fucking God forbid, but you know. Um, Go back to Shorty G. <laughs> Gable Steveson is apparently going to go by Gable. Um, Really? Well, he said, I'll be just Gable. Gable Steveson, oh. which that's not just Gable. So I don't know. Figure it out, Gable. Um, I don't know. Fuck that guy. But um, he said, you can't have two Gables. You can't. But right now we do. So there might have to be a little switcheroo. I don't know. But I love Chad, too. He's a cool dude. I was like. Gable, you just got here, dude. Yeah. I know, obviously, that gives you precedence because that's how it works in Vince's head, but still. Well, I mean, aside from, like, Roman and Brock, Gable Stevenson would probably be the biggest name that WWE would have at this point. So it makes sense to yeah. prioritize him, but it does suck that we're going to get yet another name change for Chad, Chad Gable. Hopefully it's not yeah. Shorty G, but they'll make it, like, Shush, man. <laughs> they should God, do. Stop. They should just fucking bring in Kurt Angle, manage 
Alpha Academy, and Chad is so in awe that he names himself Kurt Angle Jr. God, I love that. Perfect. Chad Angle. It's what we deserve. Chad Angle's a good name. That would be really cool. That'd be a fun fucking storyline. That'd be so, so much fun. Oh my god. Even, even if they lose that fucking mania, Kurt Angle comes in and he's like, you guys need... You you guys need a good teacher. Yeah. Yeah. No, I agree. I see nothing wrong with it. And and that's why um, they won't do it. Yeah, exactly. It's, it's yeah. fun. It's a good idea. So. Um. Also, AEW has removed Wardlow from their roster page. God, whoever's in charge of that shit, <laughs> they're having fun. Yeah. Um, also, uh, FTR, um, apparently there's a match now being teased, um, Young Bucks change their bios as they often do, um, and it says, yes, we're coming to Mexico on April 30th, also, yes, we plan on bringing the AAA tag team titles with us, and lastly, yes, we're aware of who currently has them. Oh man, that I love AAA having their fucking tag titles just being like fucking hijacked. Yeah, yeah, uh, but FTR and the Young Bucks—that's gonna be a fucking match of the year contender. That's gonna be fun as fuck. Um, and then AAA has so much fun; they're just killing it. Yeah. Some people consider them like the the third major wrestling company because of how big they are in Mexico and like they have a partnership with Marvel and uh I think it's the NFL they have a partnership with. Like well, I I didn't realize they were so massive. Yeah. Yeah. It's really weird. It's like a an underdog, a black sheep, if yeah. you will. Um, also, we didn't catch this. Um, AEW had their AEW awards, um, ahead of last night's I Dynamite. I saw a clip, and Hangman got his, his award, and he's like, best, or uh, most beat down. So he's like, so, I got the shit beat out of me? And he's told off camera, no, I did the ass beating. <laughs> I saw that. I loved it. Um... To go through that quickly, because I've got this and then one other piece of news, or two other pieces of news, one's quick, um, that I wanted to talk about that I thought was interesting. I missed it last night. Um, but biggest surprise was Adam Cole and Brian Danielson's debut, which, fair yeah. enough. Best moment on the mic was CM Punk returning, yeah. um, followed by Brian Danielson calling out Kenny Omega, Britt Baker's Britsburg uh, promo, MJF calling the Midwest mid, and Eddie Kingston coming to punish Miro. Oh, that should... That should be above MJF calling the Midwest mid. Yeah, I kind of thought so too. But, um, biggest what the fuck moment uh, was the New York, the New York, the New Year's Eve street fight with Ty Conti, Anna Jay versus Bunny and Penelope Ford. Um, that was followed by Matt Jackson's tacked Travis Scott shoe, MJF's Long Island homecoming, John Moxley and Eddie Kingston taking a drive, and then Hangman Adam Page turning down the Dark Order. Hmm. Um, biggest beat down obviously was Hangman Adam Page going 60 minutes with Brian Danielson yeah. um, the best Twitter account was Nyla Rose with the Young Bucks coming in after that MJF and then Britt Baker and then Orange Cassidy and I keep saying and then it's just the other ones that didn't yeah. win uh, it's not in any particular okay, I thought I thought it was um, in order no sorry it's just it's weird how they did it on WrestleTalk okay. um, best high flyer was Dante Martin with Penta um, Ray Fenix, Pack, and Riho. Best AEW fashion moment was Britt Baker's Britsburg jacket with Ty Conti at full gear. Really? Um, oh, yeah. Yeah, Hikaru Shida's anniversary dress, Chris Jericho as Painmaker, and Super Lee as the Toon Squad. Wow. Um, best tag team brawl was Young Bucks versus Lucha yeah. Bros. Um, oh, 100%. Which is fair. Um, then there was Lance Archer and Minoru versus Mox and Kingston, Sting and Darby versus 2.0, Lucha Brothers versus Jurassic Express, um, and the New Year's Eve street fight. There had to have been better ones then, than 
Yeah, I thought I so didn't, too. I didn't even think Lance and and um Well that doesn't count, honestly, because we saw that live and I feel like that had a different impact. I just hadn't heard anything about it like since it happened. Like nobody I think it was because it was Minoru. It was Minoru and Lance coming back as Suzuki Goon. I think that was it. Uh, I guess. There just had to have been better um, <laughs> Best Mike duels MJF and Punk on Thanksgiving mm-hmm. Eve, which is totally fair and totally understandable. Then there's Britt Baker and Ruby Soho, Inner Circle and the Pinnacle, Hangman and Danielson, and then the Inner Circle calling out Dan Lambert. Oh, God. Yeah. Um, best breakout male star was. Oh, I saw this one. God bless us all. It was Sammy Guevara. That's kind of um, with Dante Martin, Jungle Boy, Ricky Starks, and Hook as the after. It's kind of dumb that Sammy won it because this it wasn't a breakout year for him. No, it wasn't um, at all. It sh- it should have been people who like started wrestling within the past couple of years. You'd think, or like start- um, debuted in AEW recently, which. Works out perfectly for the best breakout star for female, which was Jade Cargill, which is oh, totally yeah. fair. Totally makes sense. Absolutely. Um, with Jamie Hayter, Ty Conti, Chris Statlander, and Red Velvet afterward. Um, and then Wrestler of the Year was Kenny by God mm-hmm. Omega with Brian Danielson, Britt Baker, Adam Page, some other guy, Hikaru Shida, and Miro, um, which is a pretty stacked card. Some other guy? Um, yeah, I don't want to talk about him. Um, then after that, which... I think that's probably still on YouTube, so I think you guys can still check it out um, if you so choose. Um, Adam Page wore a very cute little tank top, and I loved it. Um, also, Heath Slater confirmed that Impact extended his contract. Um, and the last piece of news I wanted to talk about, I just thought it was interesting. Um, the AEW, WWE, and Impact demographics, their viewership um, comparison came out. And I thought it was really interesting because um, this was broken down into um, the demographics of black viewers, Hispanic viewers, other race viewers, and white viewers. SmackDown, 25% black viewers, 14% Hispanic, um, 5% other race, 55% white. NXT is 24% black, um, 15% Hispanic, 6% other race, and 55% white again. Raw was a little more white at 56%. Mm-hmm. Um, and 23% black, 15% Hispanic, uh, 5% other race. Impact was 20% black, 13% Hispanic, 8% other race, and 59% white. And then AEW steps in, and Tony Khan had to make a comment about this kind of because he was like, Oh, really? Where. Rampage is 17% black viewers, 14% Hispanic viewers, 5% other race, 64% white. And Dynamite is 13% black viewers, 12% Hispanic, 5% other race, and 69% white. And Tony Khan said, I've noticed that. I studied the patterns very closely, and it's something I'm cognizant of, and it's an audience that we really do want to grow, and it's very important to us, which is interesting, because why would you let people make comments like they did last night? I don't know. Anyways, I just thought that was really interesting um, to see those comparisons side by side and to have impact kind of... in that it's probably because i didn't expect to see it probably has a lot to do with who's the champion aw um hasn't had a black world champion um they haven't um uh which uh, the like having him as a face of your company definitely does a lot because i mean look at Roman Reigns and and I would assume this would be before now, like it would include before now when Big E was WWE champion and when Bobby Lashley was WWE champion. It's um putting minorities in in positions of value. And I'm sure that does yeah. a lot to viewership. I completely I'm surprised agree. impact um, though isn't higher. You know, weirdly, I'm I'm not so surprised about that. I was more surprised that they were so median. Really? Yeah. Well, I guess they... I, they Impact's got a really diverse roster, do. I think. If I mean, maybe I'm... I mean... Maybe... 
Look, uh. look at look at their champions. Because I'm just looking at champions right now. You got Moose, Tasha Steels, uh, Trey Miguel, um, uh, not the tag champions. Um, I think that's it. Because the influence is the the women's tag champs. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I just, I thought, I, I, I don't know. I've never seen the demographics broken down like that, so I thought it was really interesting. And I wanted to talk about it last night, but also we had like 15 pieces, so hmm. better off I saved it for tonight. Yeah. yeah. I don't want to go too far into like, like Impact's viewership because they got a lot to fucking work on. Well, what do you they mean? They got to get on a more accessible network. Oh. Access oh, okay. TV is not good. They need to like get on a streaming platform ASAP. Like, just go on the fucking um, Hulu. Get on Hulu. Or or yeah, get a streaming deal. Or Paramount. Paramount Plus. A lot of people have that. Or Apple TV. People love Apple TV. They got some good stuff. Not HBO Max, because that's going to be AEW's territory. Alright, um, you want to talk about tonight's impact? Sure, yeah. Alright, so we started off... Let's, let's relive it for the third time. Yeah. So Josh Alexander opens a show. He comes out and says, After Bound for Glory, I thought I knew everything Moose was capable of. I thought I was ready, but not even I thought he was stupid enough to do what he did. Excuse me. Uh, you went to my house and went through my front door. If I was at my tipping point, you have pushed me over the edge. I am more motivated than ever to kick your ass. I'm going to do the only thing I know how. At Rebellion, I'm going to make sure you feel pain, loss, and disappointment. I'm going to take the only thing that matters to you, the Impact World title. Seeing as you have no problem stepping up to my home, Impact Wrestling is my damn home, and I left the door open. Moose comes out, and Moose says, I understand why you're so angry, because just last week you failed to protect your family. At Rebellion, you're going to fail to get your hands on, the, on this, the, the belt. Besides, you should be thankful that I'm a great human being, because after Rebellion, I'm going to take another trip to your home. And show your son what a true role model is. I won't fail him like you. God, Moose is fucking... He <laughs> fucking hammers those nails in. Those, those heat nails. Those like roasted <laughs> by a burner nails. Right into Josh's house. The, the fucking face that Josh gave him? Straight up blank you could see him he was like i'm gonna kill a man today i was like <laughs> hell yeah josh you know, get on it buddy at the at the um at the mike romies we should have a category for like hottest heat or like best hottest heel and it'll be whoever was like the biggest meanest heel in kayfabe Probably be like Moose, Roman Reigns, um, Matt Cardona. Um, who else had had some heat? Eddie Edwards. Is there anyone in AEW who had? Oh, MJF, obviously. Yeah. That's a good category. That's a really good category. All right. Um. So then a brawl starts, and the brawl starts to go backstage, but it's broken up by uh, uh, Madman Fulton and some other guys. And then Josh and Scott Tamore are talking, and Josh goes up to Scott and says, "We went in. He went in and intimidated my wife. I would have thrown him over if it wasn't for Fulton." Uh, Scott says, "Think about this. You're less than a month from taking from making this all right at Rebellion. I send you home so you can get focused." And control your emotions. Josh says, I've got my emotions in check as long as he stays away from my family. God, th th this whole story is going to be so incredible. And it's all going to pay off at Rebellion.
when Josh wins that title. Like they they've got lightning in a fucking bottle with this story. And it is if they actually go through with it. I know Impact has made some really stupid decisions. But they better just give that title to Josh and call it a day. Wrap it up in a neat bow. Uh, so then we get Laredo Kid versus Willie Mack versus Mike Bailey, where the winner is added to the triple threat at, at a Rebellion for the X Division title. This was a fun match to watch in person, oh, honestly. It was so fun. It was just as fun on TV, too. Um, okay, so we start with cute little three-way lockup. Um, but Laredo Kid and Bailey get knocked down. They kip up together, though, which I thought was really cute. We get an arm drag to the Laredo to it. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Hmm. You ever like talking? You ever like saying words? Speaking the English language? Uh, anyways, there's an arm drag to Laredo Kid and a Hurricane Rana to Willie Mac, and then a Hurricane Rana to Bailey from Laredo Kid, and then a Hurricane Rana to Laredo Kid from Willie Mac. A lot of stuff happening. Um, I do love how, like, going into this match, I was like, oh, it's Laredo Kid and Mike Bailey, and, like, I always kind of forget that Willie Mac's capable of all the things he's capable of, and I was like, Two high flyers and Willie Mack. And then I remember Willie Mack is not like pretty light on his yeah. feet. Yeah. He, he, him and um, Keith Lee kind of share that, except Willie Mack's a bit smaller. Yeah. Um, so we get some chops to Bailey and then some rapid strikes to Willie from Bailey and a boot to Laredo Kid from Bailey. Um, so people then moonsault onto Laredo Kid after missing a kick to Mac. Uh, Mac then slaps the absolute shit out of Bailey. Just fucking decks him. Mm-hmm. Um, then Hurricane Rana to Mac from Laredo Kid. Laredo Kid then corkscrews onto Bailey and Mac ringside. We get a twisting superplex to Bailey from Laredo Kid and a frog splash, but it's just not enough to pin. Um, Laredo goes to tackle Bailey, but he gets stopped by Willie who throws him to ringside. Bailey then crossed by his Mac. Mac rolls through with a Samoan drop to Bailey, goes for the bread and butter. Um, can't quite get it. Laredo Kid breaks the cover, only to get thrown down into a razor's edge from Willie Mac. Which was um, a, then speedball breaks It back. was a nice tribute to uh, Scott Hall, because he did the... Correct. Yes. Um, it was very nice. And it was also nice that commentary called yeah. that out. Um... um Bailey then breaks the cover. He kicks Mac. Um, Laredo then rolls Bailey up. He, um, Mac rolls up Laredo Kid. Bailey then rolls up Laredo Kid, who has Mac covered. So it's kind of like a two-way <laughs> pin. Um, it's a little wet out there. It's raining a little bit. It sucked to take out the it's trash. Just a, it's a little... You don't have no, to do it tonight, you know. That trash is full. I'm taking that out. Rain, sleet, or snow. And that was a little for. He's the trash postman. <laughs> That's what they call him. Uh, Willie then loads the Kid out. Bailey hits uh, Willie with a uh, with uh, the ultimate weapon to win. Yeah, very um, super cool finisher. Big old knees. Have you not? Seen no, that I've one? seen it. I just, oh. I'm just reiterating. It's such a cool finish. Um. Also. Have you seen who's in the Ultimate X match at Multiverse of Matches? Yeah, I know Jordan Grace is in it. It's Jordan Grace, Trey Miguel, obviously, uh, Willie Mack, Rich Swan, Mike Bailey, and Vincent. And that sounds like a super fun match. Dude, I'm halfway to flying to fucking Dallas, honestly. <laughs> Uh, honestly, I hope uh, Jordan Grace wins it. That'd be sick. That would be really sick. Um, or Mike Bailey. Mike Bailey winning it would be really cool. Mike Bailey deserves so much. I've he 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 booped Ace Austin, and suddenly I was like, <laughs> I mean, <laughs> it's got to be either Trey Miguel or Speedball that win it because there's going to be a triple threat. 
with them at Rebellion. Unless they're gonna add a fourth, it wouldn't make sense to to put the title on someone else. You know? Yeah. Um, but anyway. We then get a Bullet Club promo. Jay says, we all know what happened last week. We saw firsthand. I broke up that pin, but that ref didn't think so. The officials have it out for Bullet Club. I know they're not going to be happy with next week, with last week. I know they know they're not going to beat us. Next week, we're going to right that wrong. They're going to prove they can def- definitively beat us. It's not about uh, MCMG. It's about JBC, J-Bay Connection. So great. You see these circles under my eyes? <laughs> I'm tired. Um, also kind of fucked up that Chris Bay is not in the Ultimate X match. He should be. Jay White holding him back. Oh, don't say that. Um, so then... Carl Anderson says the good brothers are no longer champs and that's wrong. VBD are stepping in with us. We're bringing home what is ours. Chris Bay says, if you didn't think you had backup, we've got your back. And then Gallows says, it don't feel right to be light in the tights. A lot of, lot of history in Philly. It's going to be the same old recipe. It's going to be a magic killer, a one, two, three, and just too sweet. Um, also, did you see, speaking of Bullet Club, did you see Kenta? No. I think he posted a picture recently of him or some, somebody doing the too sweet down low. (laughs) He's just stirring the fucking pot. He really is, and (laughs) it is kind of ridiculous. Um, let me see. Did he tweet that, or did I just, like, dream it? Nope, that's not Kenta. Let's see. Did I dream it? Um, well, maybe, I, maybe I did dream it. <laughs> or unless he posted it on Instagram. Um... Maybe I did dream it. What the fuck? Oh, really? I don't know. He's, it's not on his Instagram anywhere, and it's not on Twitter. I don't know. I could have sworn. Yeah, maybe, maybe I did dream it. <laughs> but um, he did say about Hikaleo and Jay White, I got your back. He's got both of their backs at once. He would. He would. He'd be like, oh, Jay, don't do that. Jay, I love you. Oh, Hikaleo, don't do that. Hikaleo, please. He just gets the refs back. That's who he's talking to. Uh, what if Kenta comes back at, like, um, Mutiny? That'd be cool. That'd be cool, I don't yeah. know how far along he is in his uh, physical therapy, but I hope he comes back soon because he is dearly missed. All right. Um, so then we had a promo from uh, uh, Raj Singh and Shara, and Raj says, "I'll show you we could be a team. I'll show you we could be a team, but you lost your chance." Uh, and then Shara says, "Indian Lion is back." And I'm glad that Raj has a friend. Yeah, Raj was talking to Bupinder. Um. So it looks like we'll be getting uh, Shara versus Bupinder. Um, so then we get Steve Macklin versus Heath. Yeah, so here's a funny story. What? How are you? What? No, I straight up just heard our cat meow. Oh, hi. yell that oh i heard that <laughs> why is she why is she yelling Hi. what's up bud what's up little bean 
They don't know. <laughs> it was very loud. Well, somebody did come in, anyway. so maybe, maybe that's what she's uh, yelling about. Maybe she's like, there's an intruder, <laughs> even though I've seen him before. <laughs> You're a great guard cat, Bubby. You're a great guard cat. There's also your literal housemate that's come home, so don't know why I'm being yelled at. Mm -hmm. Yell at him. Um, anyways, I uh, did not take notes for this for the first half, so sorry. I know everyone's going to be really upset. Um, so Rano gets kicked out. That's about where I tuned in. Um, Heath gets sent into the barricade, and then we get a backbreaker to Heath in the ring. Um, Macklin spears him, hits... We get a flying elbow to Macklin, though, and a few strikes before a couple of big boots and a DDT, like jumping mm -hmm. DDT to Macklin. Um, like a spiking Heath DDT. wants... Yeah, there you go. Heath wants the wake-up call, but Macklin uh, gets Heath... Gets Heath to the map. Um... And then Macklin gets his boots up on the ropes to pin Heath, a dirty pin, um, to win. And then who comes out but Rhino? Yeah. Yeah. And uh, they lay out Macklin. Um, also, I, I forgot to mention this, but Miriam said when we were talking about Bullet Club, can't wait for the eventual Bay versus Jay feud. I don't want that. Stop. That'll break I don't me. Want that. That'll hurt. It's got to happen like years from now. Like let let Chris Bay have some time in Bullet Club. Let him let him re let him unite with Finn Bauer when he gets to go back to New Japan. Um but uh yeah, I I I want that friendship to continue. Yeah. Uh, it's it, what we should get. You were like a brother to me. What what I really want to see, even though I don't want to see Kenta side with God, I really want to see Kenta versus Chris Bay. That would be so fun. Mm, yeah. Um. All right, so then we get like a fucking fever dream of a promo. So we get all about me. Yeah. Um. So, if you don't know what All About Me is, Tennille Dashwood hosts it, and she has the guest ask her questions. Um, That'd be Elizabeth and Harvey. <laughs> and her guest is, or I guess her host is Caleb with a K, and Caleb asks her, where is the first place you and Madison are going to shoot with those titles? And Tennille says, Bali, uh, but why don't you ask me what I'm thinking? Also, this whole promo was it was like a fever dream, but it was so fun. Like this is the first time I've really enjoyed all about me. <laughs> um. Uh, Caleb asks, "What are you thinking?" And Tennille says, "Where does Caleb's loyalty lie?" And Caleb says, "I don't know why that would be a question." And uh, Tennille says, "There's been speculation when you slid this." slid uh this title through Cassie's legs to me. And Caleb's like, well you won the titles, so And Tino says, Yeah, but no thanks to you, but I do have some questions for you. And Caleb suddenly goes, Ow my neck, it's spasming. He runs away, but he runs into the other room where locker room talk is happening, being hosted by Madison Rain and co hosted by Johnny Swinger. <laughs> Um, and they tell him to sit down, and Caleb's like, oh, no, no, I gotta go. But Tineo comes in and says, no, you're sitting down, and why are you running when you have nothing to run from? Uh, and Madison says, we only have one question. Who are you loyal to? The influence or inspiration? And Swinger just chimes up, speak up, kid. <laughs> uh, Caleb says, I don't know why you would question that. Of course, it's the influence. And Madison Ray just pulls out a whole ass lie detector test and says, now let's hook you up to a lie detector test. Um, she hands it to Johnny Swinger. And Swinger's like, I'm not familiar with this model, but put your finger in there. <laughs> Implying that he's used a lot before. Um, and he says, I, I, I'm good with handcuffs. <laughs> Fucking Johnny Swinger's the best. Bless him. Um, 
bless him. Um, I feel like eventually we're going to find out that this was like a dream. No, it's not. I, I feel like it won't be. Because it just feels very like, like one of those like guilt riddled dreams where you're like. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so then we get a promo from Jonah who says a rebellion. We're going to get Jonah versus Ishii. This is going to be no dream for you. It is going to be a nightmare. I am no myth at Rebellion. I will be your personal kaiju. Ishii, we will fight. And that is going to be an intense match. Dude! You have... (laughs) You have no fucking clue how... Like, I was saying, I literally said, like, I never thought I'd get to see Jay White wrestle. Mm. Never did. Ishii was far beyond that, where I was like, I'm never going to see wrestle. He was, like, fucking in America once, never again. Like, I know he's fighting Thatcher, like, in Dallas in a couple weeks, but, like, that's not New York. So I was like, I'm never going to see this guy wrestle. The first person from New Japan that I ever fucking recognized. And now we get to see him? Yeah. Yep. I'm so fucking excited! Yeah, and we don't even have to, like, travel to a different state to see it. We literally... You know what we can literally do? We can drop off our bags and then drive the ten minutes to the fucking place. (laughs) <laughs> if we wanted to we could fucking uber and it would be like 12 bucks yeah um i'm having like a fucking aneurysm i'm so excited i'm gonna like i, I will fucking cry oh no um all right so then before we start crying uh we've got good brothers versus violent by design for the tag titles in a lumberjack match I love this match. Really? This was fun to watch. Okay, so I love this match in that it was fun to watch, it, personally. Like, live, it was yeah, fun to watch. Yeah, it was fun to watch because Eric Young kept yelling at the crowd. <laughs> Eric Young is fucking hilarious. He's so good. Straight up, he was like, don't make me come out there. And I was like, Eric, you're not good. But, like, you should. There was, a, there was a BTI match with Diener, and um, Eric Young was on ringside, and... He has his belt and he's like holding it like a whip, ready to hit the audience. <laughs> so good. I love Eric Young. I truly do. Um, Doran also yelled at the crowd at one point. Yeah, yeah. Um, okay, so Doring is in first against Gallows. Um, Gallows and Anderson end up launching Doring and Eric from the ring. Shelly and Saban and Jay and Bay return them to the ring before kind of exchanging some pleasantries if you will uh, and by pleasantries i mean saving raking the eyes of jay um carl hits a spine buster off to young and then takes some time with a ringside dooring um however this distraction gets young into a good position to throw him down into a neckbreaker um, we get a jawbreaker to dooring to get gals and young in he sends young to the mat and like in a body slam i think i don't really know it wasn't very clear um we get a neckbreaker to young though after a little double team and anderson gets in um he young however hits a big elbow drop to anderson um however we get a magic killer and you think it's over it's not deaner distracts taru says i don't fucking like distractions whether you're a face or a heel i don't really give a shit yeah. um he grabs deaner off the apron um but then doring sends gals out the lumberjacks work very hard to send it back in but not in time for doring to dive onto all the men then we get a low blow to Anderson from Mike Bennett and a climax from Taven. Um, and then Magic Killer. Nope, Violent by oh. Design win. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, which I thought it was interesting, and I guess we're getting more Boat Club versus Honor No More because that was stuff pertaining to that was taped um i don't know what it's going to culminate in though or if it's going to culminate in 
it, it might result in uh, OGK going for the tag titles. Yes, it might. I didn't even think about that. Because I was thinking about it, I was like, well, that wouldn't make sense for Rebellion because Gallows and Anderson are busy. Yeah. But now I get it. Which, okay, that'll Wait, be an annoying-ass match. I'm so down for that. Are they busy Rebellion? Yeah, and the Triple Threat Eliminator thing. Well, that's for the tag titles. For the tag belt. Oh, yeah, okay. Yeah. Well, they're a tag yeah. team. I thought that they were definitely in it, right? Well, Scott Scott said if they won the belts, they'd have to defend it there. There's no guaranteeing now that they didn't oh. win the belts that they'll be there. Oh. 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 <laughs> oh, I'm getting it now. I'm feeling it now, Mr. Krabs. Okay. Um, so after that match, we got an interview with Tasha Steeles and Savannah Evans. Tasha says, what Mickey and Chelsea got going on don't got nothing to do with me and my title. I thought about this. Being a fighting champ, if Mickey is going to leave Chelsea in the back, Savannah, take a break. And then we get Rocky Romero versus Eddie Edwards to uh, lead up to Eddie versus Ishii. Yes. Um, it's a very technical match to start off. Um, super fun to watch Rocky. Like, he's a really fun wrestler this to watch. This is a very Japanese match. Yeah. Um, uh, we get a headlock takedown on two Rocky, and then a sa- same thing to Eddie. Um, they exchange some chops until Rocky blinks the eyes of Eddie. Get a hurricane around to Eddie, who rolls away, and then another hurricane around ringside to Eddie. Um, back in the ring, Rocky hits Edwards with some clotheslines. He misses the third one, gets hit, just turned inside out by a lariat from Edwards. Um, eventually, he goes for the Diablo armbar, but Eddie rolls out of the ring. Um, Rocky suicide dives onto Edwards, but that turns into Rocky getting kind of beat down ringside, like slammed into the apron, slammed into stairs. Oh, when we're back in the ring, Rocky gets a tornado DDT daddy, and it looks really cool. It was a really sick fucking DDT. Um, he gets the enziguri and a flying draw kick to Edwards. He wants sliced bread, but Eddie avoids and sends a forearm to Rocky. Um, Edwards hits the blue thunderbomb to Rocky. It almost looks like he's got it, but he doesn't. Um, then he gets a really nasty fucking powerbomb, like a solid fucking hit to Rocky, and then pins Romero as Romero goes for the armbar, just rolls him up. Um, Kind of an anticlimactic finish, but it was still a good match, I thought, yeah, in my opinion. Yeah, it was very fun. Um, Eddie starts beating up Rocky after the match, and then Gresham runs in for the save. Um, he starts attacking Eddie. But Eddie or uh, Rocky then like kind of shoves Gresham. Crowd's like, what the fuck? <laughs> but the Gresham explains something and was like, same same side. And then they shake hands. And then we get Swinger's Dungeon. And, uh... Swinger's standing outside of a room. Zicky Dice walks out and he says, That was intense. I'll do anything to get back in there. Uh, Swinger says, Before you dive back in, we need to do a one-on-one. I can't just throw you out there all by, my, all by yourself. This is a driver's permit stage. Make sure everything goes smooth. And Zicky's like... Wait, in here or in the ring? <laughs> Swinger says, in the ring, daddy. We'll challenge some chumps next week. Call it the chump chump challenge. God. <laughs> Amazing. Alright, so... Then, finally, we get Mickey James versus Tasha Steele's Philadelphia Street Fight for the Knockouts title. Okay. Yeah. Oh, hey, Screamy. Okay. You want to come over here? Okay. Um, I got yelled at again. Poor little baby. Oh, hey, yo. Yes, okay. So let's start the match. Um, so to start, um, Mickey throws a trash can lit at Tasha, who's, like, posing up on the ropes. Um, and then we just kind of get a little ground up, huh? We get a big slap to the face of Tasha. Mickey loads Tasha into a trash can. Um, it was a very anticlimactic bump, though. Like, it really didn't do much of anything. Um, 
Tasha takes a chair out. Mickey throws a trash can to Tasha, but Tasha kind of avoids it. Um, then Tasha gets a chain around the throat of Mickey. Mickey gets sent into the corner, um, and they hit each other with chairs. Um, and then Savannah's there. She's getting involved. Mickey goes to kick her, but Savannah avoids it. Mickey nearly gets powerbombed into a table. Nearly. And then Savannah turns it around. And, um... Uh, Savannah is sent into the table. Sent onto the table. Not through. Not through. Just into. I am the table. Um, and then Tasha says, well, that didn't break. Let's try it again. Tries to send Mickey into the table. And guess what? The table still doesn't fucking break. The tough ass table. Yeah, I, I guess they just did not score it well, enough. Savannah didn't uh, go into the center. She like went on the side. True. Savannah hit the wrong part yeah. of the table. I think the person who, the the people who set the table up kind of fucked it up. Yeah. Um, however, you would have thought that maybe like second hit would have helped. No, just anyways. Um, so we get a trash can to the spine of Tasha, and then a trash can to Savannah too. Um, Tasha hits the cutter to Mickey, but it isn't enough. Um, we get some parking signs or get a parking sign slapped into Mickey a couple times. Um, Mickey ends up grabbing the sign. She unloads on Tasha, um, hits her with a seated senton. Tasha gets up, though. She wants the crucifix bomb, but Mickey avoids it. She gets the McDT. And then before Hebner can get the three count, Savannah pulls him from the ring. Mickey then dives onto Savannah, who catches her, sends her into the post, stomps her ass, and then Chelsea comes out. Chelsea looks like she's about to, like, fucking beat up uh, Tasha and Savannah, but she's not. She just sets up a chair and sits there and watches. Um, Tasha hits the frog splash onto Mickey. Tasha wins. Um, and then we get a whole fucking shebang where Chelsea said, oh, yeah, she does have 41 different versions of the fucking wrist break x-ray. I fucking knew this was going to happen. I knew that injury wasn't fucking yeah. real. Because I knew that she had these fucking extras on hand. She had to have broken that wrist like 14 times. Oh, guess what? It's fake. Matt Cardona comes out, hits the fucking, what is it called again? Uh, the the um, radio silence. Okay, hits the radio silence to Mickey. And then they make out in the ring. And I said, uh, please stop. I've had enough of couples in rings lately. Mm. Please, please. I'm fucking... I if I see another couple interact in public again, I I don't mind so much when it's Chelsea and Cardona because we're supposed to be disgusted by them. Um, and the, the like the way they furiously make out is like that's a heel move, like that's heat. <laughs> um, True, but um, I also loved uh, Chelsea's shirt. Said, do you love me now, Mickey James? Oh, yeah. did it? Oh, I didn't see that. It was great. And I thought it was very sus suspect with uh, when Chelsea said she broke her wrist again, but she still kept wrestling. Like, she kept booking shows. She's done that before, though. Has she? Yeah, she broke her wrist and then kept wrestling, and everyone was like, please mm. don't. Mm. No one needs to see you that badly. Oh. Like that's not even us being that's not even being me. It's just like nobody needs to see you that badly that you sorry. Yeah. She is she is one of the, the best women at uh NWA. But that's kind of a low bar. Alright, you wanna you wanna talk about the best of the night? <laughs> wow, this has been yep. one long news segment. <laughs> Technically, it is news. It is a new thing that All happened. Right. You know, I miss when you were calling me out about this. <laughs> um, before we get to the best of the night, though, just like hire somebody to stand my ass about. Just want to uh, remind everyone: this Sunday we will be doing a post show for New Japan Cup Finals. Um. It it could either be uh, Okada, Naito on one side, or Zack Sabre Jr. 
or um, uh, Shingo Takagi on the other side. So we'll find out. It could be Okada versus Zack, Naito versus Zack, Shingo versus Naito, Shingo versus Okada. Yeah. The result I want is Naito versus Zack, and Zack wins. And we don't get to find that out until Saturday. Yeah, yeah right? Saturday. Yeah. Um, and before we get to the best of the night, just want to... Uh, if you have a question for our question segment, which will happen after the bests of the night, leave it in the chat now, and we'll get to it after the bests of the night. If you're watching on YouTube, leave a comment. We'll get to it in the next one. If you're listening on Spotify, join us at twitch.tv forward slash the pinfall podcast, and we'd love to chat with you live. And let me give a quick update on the top 10 wrestlers in pro wrestling. Shit's been changing. Shit's been changing. Japan's still dominating. Uh, so number 10, and this is all in kayfabe, in kayfabe top 10, so wins and losses and shit. Number 10 from New Japan Pro Wrestling, Hiromu Takahashi. My fucking god. Wow. Did you not just hear that? Yeah. I think that sounded like an elephant fell down the stairs next oh, door. Nice. It was incredibly loud. Holy shit. Uh, so Hiromu Takahashi, number 10. Number 9. Omas, uh, yeah, I know. It's it, he beating him jobbers has done wonders to his win loss. <laughs> uh, number eight from New Japan Pro Wrestling, Great Okan. Number seven from Dragon Gate, Kota Minora. Number seven, the IWGP United States Champion Sonata. Ever since he got injured, he's he's uh dropped. He dropped in the rankings. Uh, number six. And nine, eight, seven, six. Number five. From New Japan Pro Wrestling, Shingo Takagi. Number four. From Dragon Gate, Kaito Ishida. Number three. Also from Dragon Gate, uh, Yuki Yoshioka. I think it's the open the twin gate champion i really want to watch dragon's gate i've heard like really good things about too, it especially since that's where shinsuke came up from is that on wrestle universe uh might be i don't know or it's its own streaming service i don't know uh number two the raw women's champion becky lynch and number one, the other uh, uh, open, the Twin Gate champion, Dragon Dia. They have their own streaming service. Okay. Which I'm so sorry, Dragon's Gate. I subscribe to so many streaming services for... Don't know if I yeah. can. Yeah. There's, there's so much fucking wrestling to watch. Yeah, we we got to dip our toes into DDT. Yeah, like a hotel match. Isn't Saki Akai in that? I don't know. I don't know. She's hot as shit. <laughs> Not the point. Um, Alright, so... That's our top ten. Let's go over our bests of the night. So, promo of the night. Like, promo of the night. Like, I wanna... I just have very pointy ears. I'm only just noticing this. Yeah. Sorry. Promo of the night. My my brain wants me to say Josh and Moose. However, my heart heart tells me it's all about me. That was so fun. <laughs> it's all about me slash locker room talk. Sure. I thought it being a fever dream was the best thing for it. All right, you want to talk about wrestler of the night? Yeah, sure. All right. Let's see. I'm going to give you... Uh... 
I'll give you three choices, okay? Yeah, three choices. Ready? I don't know what you're looking at, but look, eyes up here. Eyes up here. Okay. Uh, Mike Bailey, Willie Mack, or Rocky Romero? Mike Bailey. Really? I was going to say Willie Mack. That man's impressive. No, I'll give it to Willie Mack. I don't give a Especially with that uh, razor's edge. That was really good. All right, you wanna you wanna do match of the night? Yeah, sure. Why the fuck not? Or do you not? just want to say fuck it and just move on? Right, are you gonna answer the question? I thought we would. Why would we say fuck it? I'm joking. Oh, okay, you say you say things so seriously <laughs> sometimes. Alright, so, uh, as always, you go from the worst match to the best match of the night, and um, we'll talk about which one is the match of the night. So, worst match of the night, 4 out of 10, honestly? Well, okay, Violent by Design versus Good Brothers, in my opinion. I thought the ending was way overbooked, I don't like Lumberjack matches, um... And the the ending was just very underwhelming. Yeah, it's gonna Good Brothers versus OGK should be pretty good, but I don't know. This match itself didn't do much for me. Okay, fair, fair, fair. Next up, four out of ten, Tasha Steeles versus Mickey James. It it was pretty overbooked towards the end. Once again, I guess that makes sense. It's a street fight, but at the same time, I don't know. It was it it was fine. It had its good moments. Um, next up, 4 out of 10, Heath versus Steve Macklin. There's just nothing special about it. It, it, it was a fine match. I didn't really care for that match at all, honestly. Yeah. Alright, next up, with a 6 out of 10, Rocky Romero versus Eddie Edwards. It's very fun, okay. very fun uh, New Japan match. Or Noah match, since that's where Eddie came up from. Uh, next up, and my pick for match of the night, Laredo Kid versus Willie Mack versus Mike Bailey. I thought this was super fun. This was a blast. All these guys are so fun to watch. I agree. Cool. All right. You want to, you want to answer some questions? I'll answer a question. All right, so Miriam asked, who does Pepita think will win the New Japan Cup? That's the first question. Um, Pepita thinks that's still Will Ospreay because she's a he. And she's got horrible taste. Mm. See, she told me she thought Kosei Fujita would win. Ooh. I mean, we did just talk about the fact that Pepita was supposed to fill in for Tenzan mm. um, after yeah. the tournament. Um, but she missed yeah. her flight. So... Unfortunately, she's actually the reason that Jeff Cobb got knocked yeah. out. Yeah. Yeah. She uh she sort of ruined the cup for everybody a little bit. Yeah. Because she was supposed to fight Okada. Um right. and then fight Jeff Cobb in the semifinals. Right. But it is what it is. Um I think I think she's gunning for Naito. I think she likes that he wears the full suit to the ring. Yeah, but she said her her dark horse was uh, uh, Kevin Kelly. Oh, I have heard her talking about that. I think that she's got maybe she's maybe got a point. Who am I to say? I don't think so, but yeah, yeah. Um, and Miriam, he's he's vocal. Miriam's other question was, what women from AW would you like to see in Impact challenge for any of the Impact Women's titles? Knockouts, tag titles, or Diana's double titles. Ooh. Um Britt Baker. She's not champion anymore. She mm. can travel around. Yeah. And they're friends in real life, so that'd be interesting. I feel like Britt's a very good choice. 
Um, I wouldn't mind Chris either. Because Chris doesn't do I mean, Chris obviously isn't a feud, but like, I'm just saying, like, were she yeah. not in the feud? I think that'd be awesome. Jamie Hayter. Oh, Jamie Hayter. That'd be fun. Um. Oh, let's 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 pick someone for each title. So for knockouts okay. against uh, uh, Tasha, for the tag titles against um, the Influence, and for Diana, either of Diana's titles. Easy peasy lemon squeezy. Oh, okay. okay, okay. I got mine. Against Tasha, we got Chris. And against Diana, we got Jamie. Against um. Well, for which title? For which title? Against Diana. Yeah. Ring of Honor. Um. And then for the tag titles, I'm putting Penelope in the. Penelope and who? The bunny. Sorry, your mic's kind of been cutting out a little bit. I like that you have waited till the end of the podcast to. Talk. Hasn't really been a problem. Um. All right. So knockouts against Tasha. Um. Hmm. I'd probably put in. Ooh, Jade Cargill. Uh, against the influence. Um, I'd probably do Penelope and the Bunny as well. And against Deanna for the Ring of Honor belt, Britt Baker. Uh, or the Reina de Reina's title, Ty Conti. Oh, okay, okay, okay. I think Reina de Reina's I'd put on a J up there. Really? I think it's fair. Yeah. Okay, okay. That'd be interesting. Okay. All right, well, that's all the questions we got. Liz, would you like to close out the show? Yeah, sure. Let's talk about... I don't know, guys. I I, I looked at Yankees news. I'm feeling sad. Um, okay. Hi. Uh, if, you, if you tuned in tonight, thank you so much. And if you tune in the future, thank you so much. Uh, we appreciate it. Um, if you enjoyed this, come back on. Sunday, yeah, Sunday. Um, for our New Japan New Japan Cup finals podcast where we're going to talk about the finals of the New Japan Cup and either I'm going to be really happy or I'm going to be fucking mad or like not unhappy but not pleased okay there's like three ways this could go um so yeah, please tune in. It'll be super fun. Um, you'll get to watch me talk about the one show that I consistently love, no matter what. So yeah, that'll be happening Sunday. Um, and then next week will be our, our regular shows. Thank you all so much for watching. Follow and subscribe. All of our handles are up here. Twitter, YouTube, and Twitch are all the Pinfall Podcast. Same with Spotify. Um, Twitter is at Pinfall Podcast. I'm at the Mark Cameron. Liz is at Eliza Elaine23. And we'll see you all on Sunday for New Japan Cup Finals. Uh, thank you all so much for watching once again, and we'll see you on Sunday.